Welcome to Nourish Noshes. I'm Debbie. I'm Wendy. And we have a special edition for Valentine's Day today. Yes, we do. We've got an interview coming up with Susan Bratton and stay tuned. She's going to share with us pieces of the intimacy puzzle. She's also going to share silent killers of libido and why fat matters. Yeah, it's really very interesting. <laughs> a little bit different than our uh, standard podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, stay tuned. Definitely listen. And especially because towards the end, Susan has an ebook called Soulmate Embrace, and she has a special offer for our listeners. Enjoy. So welcome. We're so we're so interested for this podcast to share with uh, Susan uh, Bratton today, and she's she's an author, a sex advisor, and trusted to millions to champion and advocate for everyone who desires deeply connected, passionate intimacy. So welcome. We're pleased to have you join us today and talk about all the all the things we don't often have a chance to talk about because our society is a little bit tense or nervous or before we started the recording, we talked a little bit about shame around uh, bedroom talk and that sort of thing. So we're really interested to uh, share with our listeners what advice you have and some clarity around intimacy. Thank you so much for having a conversation about intimacy, about libido, desire, and arousal, which is what we're going to talk about today because a lot of people don't see the connection between health and sexual vitality. And a lot of people are kind of afraid to approach the conversation Mm -hmm. of our sex lives. You know, they're, you know, that's the behind closed doors kind of thing, but more and more we're bringing that out in the open and we're connecting the dots for people between their health and their sex life that I really feel like your sexual vitality is the other side of the same coin of your overall vitality. You can't feel your libido, if you can't feel your health, if your blood isn't just like thrumming through your body, if your gut isn't moving, if your brain isn't, you know, is fogged up, all of those things that depress your health depress your libido. And so it's really, it's really an important conversation to have. Um, I think there are a lot of people who feel very alone in the, in the thinking about their sex life. Mm-hmm. They feel that it's not optimal. They're not getting the kind of connection they desire. I hear from so many partners, uh, people across the gender spectrum where um, they have a lot of shame or they have a lot of guilt or their partner has a health issue or they have a health issue or things have gone downhill in their sex life and instead of gotten better and better over time. And I equally talk to people who are in their 60s, 70s, 80s, and even 90s who are having the best sex of their (laughs) lives and who understand that with a little bit of attention and intention, your sex life can get on what I like to call the upward pleasure spiral, that your sex life keeps getting better and better and better with your partner because like anything, practice makes perfect. So Mindset is one of your five, five foundations of a great life. And one of the biggest pieces of sexuality is mindset. Mindset around not feeling ashamed for your desire. Mindset for not feeling like you should be doing this or you shouldn't be doing that. Mindset about the intention you set to have a great sex life and to work on it and to learn how to put into words what you're feeling and thinking and experiencing. So, um, yeah, so great. Where do you want to start? (laughs) Well, I love that you brought up the idea behind intention, because I think 
so many people just, they, they don't even know what they don't know, you know? And there's this, um, I mean, I don't know about you, but I wasn't taught a lot in high school, you know, you know, and so I think it's just something we just don't explore or have very good communication skills about it. So, um, let's maybe start at the top with the, the, our five foundations, the nutrition part and talk about gut maybe and some of the stories you've heard about that disconnection. If our gut's all off, we're not flowing right. Tell us a little bit more. Okay, great. Well, um, I'll start with that big picture that, that I mentioned really early on, the, that there's libido, desire, and arousal. And they're like a Venn diagram. If you imagine a circle, kind of like almost like a peace sign, but three overlapping circles that meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. The, what meets in the middle is how great your sex life is. And the three circles are libido, desire, and arousal. Libido, I think about as being the body-based piece of it. And we started out talking about your sexual vitality is, is directly related to your personal life body vitality. Without good health, you, you can't feel good. You don't have a libido. If your hormones are depressed, if your neurotransmitters are off, if your gut microbiome is messed up, if you're not, if poos are not literally falling out of your butt, <laughs> you need to work on that. Yeah. And the detoxification process. Um, one of the things that happens is that a lot of our hormones and our neurotransmitters, the feel-good chemicals of our brain, are made in our gut. Mm-hmm. So people think about hormones. Oh, okay, my estrogen's made in my ovaries. Oh, my testosterone's made in my testicles. Right. Um, oh, my you know cortisol, et cetera, is made in my adrenals. But in actual fact, it's the process begins there, but it is supported by and completed in the gut. So I say that there are these things, the two silent libido depressants, and those are a whacked out gut microbiome, which by the way, has a downstream effect on your vaginal microbiome and your prostate microbiome. Mm -hmm. And then that's one. And then the other one is the the notion that we're living in a 21st century world with GMO modified foods and outgassing of carpets and plastics and uh, road smog and fog and um, the water we drink can have a lot of things. If we're drinking out of plastics, the BP the BPAs, the xenoestrogens, if mm-hmm. you will, that give us estrogenetic effects that hold weight on, give us man boobs as a man. We're taking all these things in, but we at the heavy metals alone are. really detrimental to our hormone health. And so clearing those things out, but not starting to detoxify until you have super healthy poops. And one of the things that I really recommend for people is upping the healthy fats way more than you even think you should be. Absolutely. Um, Amen. If you have... (laughs) If you have to strain it all to go to the bathroom, if you don't get up every morning and mm-hmm. and like poo, just a beautiful giant large poo <laughs> doesn't grace your toilet bowl, then I what I recommend is a big heaping tablespoon of cod liver oil. You can get um, strawberry flavored and stuff like that, like um, on Amazon. So cod liver oil, and then I like a five seed oil, a black seed oil, a pumpkin oil. Mm. Pumpkin oil is great for men because men suffer from prostate issues and the styrian pumpkin oils are really good for, they have tons of zinc and micronutrients in them that support prostate health. So some kind of a 
cold pressed oil. And then if you've had your gallbladder out, like so many people have because of the birth control pill or food allergies, taking a lipase enzyme is really, really important to actually be able to metabolize the fat, emulsify the fat into your body because our gut needs all that fat. And then a good big salad every day with avocado oil and um, organic olive oil dressing on it. You know, so you're, so like if a person's eating like a quarter of an avocado a day and a couple of nuts, it's not going to get them where they need to go with right. healthy fats. Right. And not only does that get your gut moving, but it fuels your brain in a way that you wouldn't believe. Um, the, of course, the brain is the number one sex organ, mm-hmm. and it's made of wax. Cholesterol is what our brain's made of, and cholesterol's a wax. And that's why we have neuroplasticity, because we can rewrite our brain by reworking the wax. It's just fascinating how it works. And so really dumping in those oils, getting those oils in, just liberally dousing everything with wonderful extra virgin <laughs> olive oils and things. I mean, it'll take you to a whole new level. It'll actually... Just that alone will get your hormones going again, really get your hormones producing again. Once you start detoxifying, you've got your poos flowing, you're detoxifying, you're taking some good antioxidants, you're getting a lot of healthy fats in, it'll be a whole new you. Love it. Great suggestions. And that goes right into our next foundation, which is the sleep, because we can get our nutrition right. We can get our, we can support our natural detoxification system and that sort of thing. But Debbie always says this. She always says we are the only species that actually uh, compromises and negotiates our sleep away to get more work in or get more workouts in, that sort of thing. So uh, put us to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me give you a – so so we talked about libido. Next is is desire. Oh, let's go there. Yes, yes. this This is related to sleep. This is related to relaxation and this is related to, um, how you're connecting with your partner or yourself if you are, if you're single and what is your solo pleasuring experience like? If you're not currently having a solo pleasuring experience, I, I really recommend it. A lot of people think about masturbation as something that's dirty or naughty or you shouldn't be doing it. When actual fact, it's the opposite. It is self-care. Mm-hmm. It is keeping the plumbing working. It is right. keeping everything going. It's keeping everything lubricated and engorged. Engorgement is the number one thing, if I could tell you anything about how to have a better sex life, it's about getting more blood flow to your genitals mm-hmm. to the point where I actually developed my own blood flow supplement because I looked at all the supplements out there and I looked at all the pathways for blood flow. As we age, our nitric oxide production starts to fall. It just falls exactly along the same line as our hormones. It falls off a cliff at 40. Hmm. So if we're not doing the things that are required to keep nitric oxide synthase working in our body, the very first places we stop getting blood supply are our feet, so we get heavy legs, Mm -hmm. our hands, so our hands start to hurt Mm -hmm. over time. The number one pain that women suffer at a joint perspective is the joints in their thumbs. 
because there's not a lot of blood supply going to them as they age. Interesting. Hands get arthritic and our genitals. Our body reserves the blood flow for our organs, our heart, and our brain, but we get less and less flow to our brain as well. The extremities, we start to recede into ourselves and as we desiccate and age. Hmm. So I made the very first organic uh, nitric oxide product, nitric oxide supplement made from watermelon, which is from citrulline, and spinach, which is your nitrates. So nitrates and citrulline are two different pathways. Our body actually has fault-tolerant, redundant nitric oxide synthase pathways in 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 our body, in our system. One's a salivary system for chewing leafy green vegetables uh, that actually turns the, the bacteria in our mouth which you ruin with mouthwash. So if you're using mouthwash, immediately stop using it and get a water pick and use regular water in your water pick. That's all you need to get the junk out from between your teeth and your breath. If it's not good, there's a downstream problem you need to work on. So we have these little bacteria in the crypts of our tongue that actually turn the nitrates from leafy green vegetables like rocket or arugula and kale and uh, Swiss chard and all those wonderful, delicious Mm -hmm. vegetables. It turns the nitrates into nitrites. We swallow it. The stomach acid turns the nitrites into the nitric oxide our Mm. body uses to do vasodilation, which relaxes our blood, our blood vessels, and sends the blood to our brain, our heart, and all our parts, right? <laughs> okay, so this and is so, good for bedroom and it's good for the athlete, right? <laughs> it's good for everybody. Yeah, right. It's good for if you're just a brainiac thinking all the time right. like we are, right? right? You need all that blood everywhere. Most of the people that take um, citrulline or arginine, which I don't like arginine because people with herpes, and there are a lot of them, mm. it exacerbates herpes. Mm, citrulline uses the, not a liver pathway, not the hepatic pathway. It uses the renal pathway. So it's a much easier way to get the nitric oxide flowing again in your body. But um, And also if you use proton pump inhibitors, stop doing that Mm. because if you have stomach acid, if you feel like you have stomach acid, it's actually that your stomach acid is low and a proton pump inhibitor is exacerbating the problem. And you want to increase your stomach acid using hydrochloric acid, betaine, some of these supplements, and apple cider vinegar before a meal. And then that gets your pump going and it closes the sphincter so you don't get the backwash of GERD and you can turn the leafy green vegetables you're eating into what you need for your blood flow. Fascinating how the systems work in your body. And blood flow is the most important thing. And so going back to arousal, see, I was going somewhere with all this. Arousal is in a big part in your mind, of course, but it also, if you love your partner and that's all cool, then it's getting the blood into your genitals to have tumescence, engorgement. And relaxation comes from holding each other Mm. and when you hold each other before you start doing anything else when you get regular holding that skin on skin Mm -hmm. and closeness generates oxytocin which is not only neuroprotective and a, a great healing hormone but it's also of course the bonding hormone and so people generally rush sex too fast and they say i don't really have desire well you don't have desire because you didn't start with the holding and the loving so i wrote a free downloadable 
guide to the best hug in the world. It's called the Soulmate Embrace, and you can get it at soulmateembrace.com. If you go to the page, it says, um, this is the way that I've always wanted to be held says every woman ever. That's, that's literally the like the copy on the page. And it's the kind of thing where I know you guys have experienced this. Tell me if you have, where your your partner holds you and as soon as you relax, they let go like you're done. <laughs> Come back here. Yeah, yeah. Come back here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I wrote the book so that we women could give it to our guys. It has lots of ex- explanations, but it has a checklist in the book. It's like <laughs> 10 pages long. It has a little checklist and you can print it out and give it to your male body partner and say, could we do this sometime? Will you hold me in this way that Susan describes this soulmate embrace? I love this and as a I Valentine's found- gift for each other, right? <laughs> so good. Yeah. And it's interesting because um, one of my girlfriends, Isa Herrera, she's the pelvic healer. I don't know if you've met her. She'd be great to be on the show. Um, she's like all about when your lady parts hurt, what do you do? And she's wonderful. And she <laughs> tried it with her husband, David, and she is a hard charging Latina woman. And she's just like talks a million miles an hour. She's all over everywhere. She's hustling. She's making things happen. And she said, I could barely hold still long enough for David to hold me the first time. Uh... I thought I'm going to jump out of my skin. <laughs> she hadn't calmed down right. in so long. She said it took us four times before I could finally relax and achieve the level of arousal and desire you told me was at the end of that rainbow of the soulmate yeah. embrace. And by the fourth one, I finally got how wound up I was all the time yeah. and why I was having trouble settling into my connection with my partner. Because that's, the desire is how you feel about yourself. It's a lot of mindset. How you feel about your partner. Is everything okay outside the bedroom? Have you been religiously repressed? Have you been shamed? Have you been abused? How do you feel about your body? It's that kind of like all the stuff in your head, if you will, is desire. Do I want sex? Do I want my partner? And then arousal is this relaxation is the foundation of arousal. And that's what a lot of our male bodied lovers don't understand because they are, you know how people say a man is like a light switch and a woman is like a fire. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. You've heard that, right? Of course. I'm not actually sure that does service to anyone. Mm -hmm. I think that it's true because men have the mindset of I'm erect. Let's go. Right. Sexuality should be, we are taking our time. We are dropping in together. We are connecting hearts. We are connecting our eyes. We are connecting our skin. We are connecting our breath. We are slow. We are relaxing together. In our relaxation, we are finding our love for each other. As we find our love for each other, our desire begins to build for each other. Through just giving pleasure, without expectation, Mm. 
through verbal appreciation and adoration and telling your lover how much they're desired. And, you know, there's there's so many ways. I wrote a book called Dirty Talk. It's at dirtytalkbook.com. And there are five different styles of dirty talk that aren't dirty at all, that are worshiping honoring, where I actually tell people, say these things to your lover. This is what women need to hear. A lot of times before I make love with my husband, I say, tell me three things you love about me. Mm. Because I need to be reassured. Because estrogen, that dratted little molecule, it has its wonderful things, but it also has annoying things. And one of the things about estrogen is it makes us a worry. It keeps us in our heads. It's a worry ward of a molecule. And testosterone is like totally certain and sure and full speed ahead. Men giving us with all that testosterone they have, giving us the reassurance that we're beautiful, the reassurance that we're awesome, telling us how beautiful we are to them, how good we smell. Like those things really, really help us get into that safe space for complete and beautiful surrender with our partner. Yeah. But partners, because they're not like that, they don't necessarily need to hear that. They like to hear those things, but what they like to hear, their male body, they like to be doing a good job and right. be respected. Right. There's just so many things that support arousal, understanding how to give full body touch and get the oxytocin going and all, all the breath and all those things that um, a lot of women, they, they, because guys are like ready to go, men are doing themselves a disservice by sure. going too fast, both in not taking the pleasure that is available to them, but also because they're very focused on giving us pleasure because they need to win and they need to get invited back. So they're very, very, you know, instead of just like relaxing and showing us how much pleasure they can give, you know, that they can receive from being with us, which gives us confidence, you know? So more and more, I want to ask men to just slow down and enjoy every moment, savor every moment and try to pull back, you know, Bridle, put a bit in that horse's mouth that is <laughs> testosterone and make that horse walk, not gallop. Yeah. Because on the walk, the, the journey is more beautiful. Yeah. Pleasure. Yeah. We all need to learn how to take more pleasure together. And yeah. as we do that and slow down, as we are mindful and, inten- and have intention around that, that increases our arousal, which then increases our desire, which then increases our libido because we've gotten blood flow, we've gotten lubrication. And so it all feeds on itself. When you were talking about all the, the layers and complicated, it's, it's complicated not in a bad way. It's that it's there's lots of things that get involved in having a healthy state for you to be ready to connect with your partner. And it, it's not just like you said, it's not like, okay, let's go do it right now. Like that. It, it's a buildup and it's not just one night. It's a matter of, um, t- you know, over time, you know, hugging each other when you see each other, giving each other a kiss. There's, there's a lot of layers, a lot of steps to get to that point where you have a healthy sex life and you feel good about each other. And I was thinking of the parallel of health where people want to be healthy just like this. They want to take a pill and feel better. They want yeah. to 
Um, they want to come to us and say, oh, you guys are going to fix me. You're going to fix me and you're going to tell me exactly what to eat to feel good. Or you're going to tell me exactly what I need to do to feel good. And it's not just an instant thing. It doesn't happen overnight where we can't just say, here, eat this and you're going to feel better. That's right. You have to work at it. You have to put in the hours. You have to put in the time to do what it takes to get to the end wonderful place, which is feeling good, feeling energized, feeling vitality, and in sex, feeling having the desire, having the libido, having everything you want to have this beautiful sex life and really get that fire going again with the person that you wanted to be with. So it's the same thing. It's the, it's the same thing. Got to put the time, the energy, the work in to get to the beautiful part. Yeah, I love I love exactly what you said because I think and in a way, um, health is maintenance. You're always doing it. Your sex life is maintenance, but both of them are a joy. Eating eating nutritious food, being I took a beautiful walk this morning down the creek by my house that's really flowing from all the rains. And then I came and I had a healthy breakfast and now I'm drinking my green juice and I did all I took all my oils and my vitamins and you know when you do all those things, you feel so good about yourself. All of these things, instead of being maybe work, I would say they're more like fun and adventure and um, honoring who we are. And, and it's, it, it's all, it gives you so much satisfaction to have both a healthy life and a healthy sex life. Mm-hmm. For sure. Completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. So we went through desire Desire and libido. Libido. Like, I always think about and, them also as a stack. Like libido is the foundation because without your health, you have nothing. Okay. And then desire is your kind of emotional relationship with yourself and or with your partner or both and both, right? How do you feel about your sexuality? And do you desire sex? And if not, what's messing that up? And then arousal is how you take yourself from not turned on to fully and completely turned on with incredible pleasure. And what is that stair, that slow stair stepping like? Right. Got it. Perfect. And we were beginning to talk about sleep and how that's important, but it seems almost too obvious that if you're you're tired, if you're too tired because you're not getting enough sleep, you can't even get to any of those three. (laughs) So the idea is, of course, it's the nutrition, it's the sleep, it's the mindset, you know, it's, it's all of that. And and the blood flow, if you're in shape, if you've been yeah. working out, if your movement is in the right place, your blood flow is going to be that much easier for all of that to happen. The desire, the arousal, the libido. I mean, it just falls so perfectly. Our, our foundations always work with every every angle of health, including sex. Um it just works out. And of course, obviously connection, because that's what you're doing. Well, I think w- one of the things I wanted to reflect when you were talking about this connection, this int- intimacy and the skin on skin, one of the things you talked about a couple times was safety. And I think that even with our partners, so many, we, we do some couples nutrition counseling as well. And it's very interesting what kind of unfolds that happens in the counseling session and they're like, wait a minute, I didn't know that, you know, kind of these conversations, even with your most intimate trusted partner. And so I think creating that safety net and having the honest communication connection, just, it kind of, you know, it kind of, it can blossom and just open up such beautiful things. So this has been a fascinating interview. Um, Lots of wonderful shares and information for our listeners 
have we have we covered I mean I feel like we've just you know just scraped the surface of this hot topic and we'll make sure that we uh, link to the information that you shared in the show notes so that people can get in touch with you download this the soulmateembrace.com we want to make sure people go there and uh, this has been delightful thank you so much any where else can we find you well, you can find me on Instagram, um, <clears throat> at Susan Bratton, S-U-S-A-N-B-R-A-T-T-O-N, Susan Bratton. Um, the Soulmate Embrace will get you onto my newsletter where I do sex tips five days a week and people freaking love my newsletter. I teach so many things about nutrition, sexual health, vitality, libido, sex techniques, you name it. I'm like all over it. So that's probably the best way to do it. Okay. okay. Excellent. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It was so nice to get to know the both of you and good job for being such OGs in the podcasting world. Um, <laughs> you've been going strong since 2015 and that is really wonderful. I really enjoyed listening to so many of your episodes and the two of you are so fun together and I really appreciate the opportunity to be with you today. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. Keep the conversation going at nourishcoaches.com and stay tuned for more Nourish Noshes as we continue our quest to make the world a healthier place.